from KQED. You're listening to Queued Up. I'm Ryan Levy. Cannabis or marijuana is kind of like the dirty little secret of the epilepsy community. That's KQED science reporter Leslie McClurg. And today she's bringing us the story of a Berkeley family who made it their mission to take that dirty little secret, cannabis, and bring it out into the light where it could help their epileptic son. Here's Leslie. Evelyn Nussenbaum used to watch her son, Sam, suffer through 100 seizures a day. When they were bad, they were once every three minutes. Sam was diagnosed with epilepsy when he was four years old. When I did have a seizure, it was sort of everything went black, kind of. He stops, and then his jaw slackens. He stares vacantly, and then he kind of falls forward from the waist, and he starts bobbing. I don't remember a lot of it, really. About 20 seconds later, he comes to. And it's just long enough to fall down a flight of stairs at his house in Berkeley, plunge into a dinner plate, crack his head on a window. It was scary. And I would cry in my shower or I would sit in my car and scream. Doctors tried nearly two dozen different medications and a medical diet to treat Sam. Some worked briefly. Nothing lasted. And we kept trying and trying and trying. The drugs also sent Sam on a roller coaster of side effects, full body rashes, fits of rage, strange visuals. I hallucinated that my bug sheets came to life and that I had holes in my body. Learning to read or learning to write was slow. It was often impossible. Evelyn watched her son fall further and further behind in school. He would have a math lesson, have a seizure, and it was gone like it never happened. Seven years passed. At a particularly low point, Sam actually said to me, you're going to give up. And then one day, Evelyn came across a study using cannabidiol, or CBD, to treat seizures in rats. CBD is an extract from the cannabis plant that doesn't make you high. It doesn't have the mind-altering qualities of THC. And it worked in the rodents. And I thought, my son needs access to that. I got to get this. So she joined an underground epilepsy collective, and the group of families hired an herbalist to make CBD for the kids. The first batch worked for Sam. But the second batch didn't. It's very hard to get the same amount of CBD time after time after time. So that didn't work. And then Evelyn teamed up with a friend of hers who was a scientist. And the two tried to make their own CBD. She stunk up her house. She stunk up the whole neighborhood with the pot because she had to bake it. And was that legal? I was just curious. No. (laughs) And we talked about what would happen. What if we get arrested? I thought, you know what? Arrest me. Evelyn kept searching for options, and then she found a British pharmaceutical company that was making a really high concentration strain of CBD. And she spent the next four months calling and emailing every single person in the company directory. And eventually the CEO called her back, and he agreed that if Sam cut his medications in half, they would treat Sam for two weeks. So he and I flew to London, and he was having already a ton of seizures. I actually threw a blanket over him on the plane because I was worried that they would turn the plane around and send it back. So as you're flying to London, he's off half his meds, so he's having way more seizures, and you're sitting here trying to cover up your child. Yeah. And it was like, you know, nothing going on here. But once Sam started treatment, Evelyn got what she desperately wanted. After one day, his seizures were down to 30. After two days, they were down to 10. After three days, he had one seizure. And Sam literally is the first patient in the country to do this? Yes, patient X. That was six years ago. The drug still works, and he doesn't have any side effects. The FDA has allowed Sam to keep using the drug through an exception called compassionate use. In 2013, the FDA agreed to clinical trials for other patients, which eventually led to the drug's approval. 
The brand name for the CBD drug is Epidiolex. This almost had like instant name recognition. Dr. Joe Servin is a neurologist at the Mayo Clinic in Arizona. Servin says his patients would read about Epidiolex studies on social media and then they'd beg to try it. It showed really, really great results, particularly with certain larger seizures, the big convulsions. Patients can get CBD from dispensaries, but these aren't regulated and the dose and the consistency can vary pretty widely. Still, Servin doesn't necessarily recommend dropping a dispensary product. I would never change it if it's working for you. If it's not, though, here's an option. But it's not a miracle cure for everyone. Epidiolex only reduces seizures in about 30% of patients. And the drug can cause side effects like fatigue, nausea, insomnia, rashes. Plus, it's not on the market just yet. First, the Drug Enforcement Administration needs to reclassify a CBD so that it becomes legal for doctors to prescribe. That's expected to happen sometime this fall. For now, Sam gets his Epidiolex at the Investigational Pharmacy at UC San Francisco. It looks like we got order for 10 bottles here. Sam hasn't had a seizure in two years. He was just cleared to get his driver's license. He has plans to go to college. Um, I want to be an epilepsy doctor. You want to be an epilepsy doctor. That's pretty amazing. (laughs) Awesome. And to do what? To help other kids like you? Yeah. You can rarely trace a drug all the way back to one single patient. Generally, drugs are driven by dollars, a pharmaceutical company, a disease outbreak. This was driven by one kid, one family, really dedicated to helping their kid have a better life. My guess is that to get the whole thing done, like the trips to London, the consultants, all that, my guess is that it came to $150,000. I'm not dying to say that in public, but I also think it's important to note that we had a particular combination of factors in our favor. Both of us were reporters. We really wanted to find out about the substance, but we had enough disposable income to make this done. We bought ourselves out of the healthcare system and then back in. This drug is likely to be a blockbuster. Some Wall Street analysts predict sales of Epidiolex could be upwards of a billion dollars a year. Evelyn is crossing her fingers that her insurance company will cover it for Sam. Thanks to Leslie McClurg for that story. You can find more great KQED reporting on our website, kqed.org slash qedup. I got to meet a few of you when I crashed the Bay's podcast meetup in San Francisco this past week. It was a lot of fun, and I'd love to hear from more of you. You can hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Ryan underscore L-E-V-I. You can email us at queuedup at kqd.org, or if you're feeling it, give us a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. I'm Ryan Levy. Have a good week. heard me talk a lot about the bay podcast before and hopefully by now you've become an avid listener and subscriber if that's the case please take a few minutes to take a short survey the bay has put out looking for feedback from its listeners i'll tweet out a link i'm at ryan underscore l-e-v-i